0: This is the High Hopes Podcast. I hope. It's a bunch of baseball nerds. Well, without the computers. Talking about the Philadelphia Phillies. On Radio.com and Sports Radio. 94 WIP. Oh,
1: no, it is another. Edition of the High Ops podcast, Jack. We've been uh, we've been sent to the uh, the bad room
0: for yeah, this one. Listen, I got, feel totally out of place right we now. We got bumped for a wrestling podcast. For a
1: wrestling podcast,
0: yeah, it's like I mean, come on, let's let's talk about a real sport. Literally,
1: uh, literally, what is a real sport and what is unless not? Unless they're breaking a sport. down,
0: unless they're breaking down uh, uh, like grapple moves and like college wrestling and Penn State wrestling. Yeah, that's Big that's Ten, a sport. Big Ten that's wrestling. A real sport. Yeah, I'll, I'll get bumped for that. I'm guessing they're not. No, they're talking about fake sports. Fake sports. Yes. So you know, it's just now I'm all thrown off.
1: Normally we're on the other side. You know, you're on my other side. I got a whole area. I get my notes. I don't do I computer thing if, like you. I look
0: better when you're looking at me from my right oh, side. Oh, big time. I this know. is now this I'm looking at you dead rough, in the man. eyes. I don't
1: know what's going on right yeah, now. I
0: don't like it at all. It's really uncomfortable, but. Well, at least you're talking to a dead man. Today. We'll make th-
1: I was Just about to get there. I was about to say, but it can't get any worse than it was earlier this week for you, Jack. Jack, I, I think the Iopes Nation needs to know that you are alive. You were okay. Nah, yeah, I'm not alive. D- well, here's the thing: you're technically alive, but on the inside, dead.
0: Dead. Just pure dead on the inside. So, I so yesterday oh, I went to yesterday I went to the oh, ballpark. Man, well, uh, it was. Listen, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Can I can I do a Jack? The funny I,
1: thing, real quick, is that there is no one listening to this podcast who did not think of you when they
0: heard. this. Yeah, these. well, I thought of myself too. <laughs> I did too. And then How I thought that? of my Twitter mentions. <laughs> 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 like people literally thought my dog died. Like people were texting me, like, "Dude, are you okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's a baseball player. Like, I'm fine." <laughs> um, but can I just can I just can I just do a Jack Fritz please, spin real quick? Please. Roy Halladay got sent down once, and look what happened to him. It's he came a back a very and once saw si young. Brett Myers. Brett Got sent down in 08. He came back and saved the season. You forgot about that. Um, and, uh, how and about listen, uh,
1: on this team right now? Someone who got sent Victor down to the- 08. I was going to say, someone who got sent down and came back to win a Cy Young, Jake Arietta but sure! Arietta,
0: listen, guys... Arrieta I, had a career of getting sent up and
1: sent down with Baltimore.
0: Yeah, so guys, listen, this happens to future Cy Young winners all the time, <laughs> and, and yes. Nick, Nick Pavetta is going to join a long line. Listen, here's where I'm at with Nick Pavetta. I can okay. move the goalpost as much as you want me to move the goalpost because I... Oh, we know that I'm about profet- you. I, it, you are the king. It may be my best trait. I think it is. No matter what, he's going to be a very useful pitcher, whether or not he's a starter or in an Archie Bradley or Ryan Madsen or that kind of role. He's going to be disgusting in some way sometime. He will be a valuable pitcher. It's just not right now. So um, <laughs> He's in AAA, probably not working on a third pitch, and uh, my Twitter mentions are on fire.
1: So, are we going to say Breakout is on hold? Is that what we're going to say?
0: Well, what else would we say? Is I don't it, know. It, that
1: Breakout is <laughs> never going to friggin' happen. Yeah, That's well, another option. It's,
0: it was never going to happen unless he learned a third <laughs> pitch. So, like, so, I went to the ballpark yesterday and I'm uh, like...
1: Shout out to the one guy who tweeted, I saw Jack Fritz walking around. He looked like he's dead inside.
0: This is where this is going. So um, (laughs) I get there, and uh, the first thing I do is go get food because that's me, and I'm standing in line. Yeah, you got big guy today. Yeah, I got big guy. What up, big guy? How do you you react to the big guy? It's not great. Well, like I was in a salad line, and the guy was enthusiastic. He wasn't like being an a-hole about it. He's like, thanks, big guy. He's like, "What what do you want, big guy? And I was like- Listen, I don't know what to do with that. The only—I'm <laughs> not really—I like, don't really get offended by anything, but I felt like should I be offended by this? I—I—I I, I didn't know how to react. Called you
1: fat. I yeah, mean, let's Based be That's real. what it was. Let's it, be real. It's not like—it's not like I'm <laughs> jacked,
0: you know. I'm just a—I'm just a big guy. I mean, he's calling it like it is, which I appreciate. Like I like when people call it like it is, but I still did not appreciate being. A little big offensive.
1: Guy. A little offensive. Anyway, anyway back, back to we're, we're your story.
0: So. I go to the ballpark yesterday, and uh, and I'm standing in line, and the first person I sc- see is Scott Lauber, and he comes over and he makes fun of me for Pavetta, and uh, and, and I'm in line with Jim Jackson, he makes fun of me for Pavetta, um, so the beat writers are i um, the laughing stock of the press box. I felt like when I was walking when I was walking to my seat in the it's press like a box, a shame. It was like yeah, Cersei in yeah. Game of Thrones. It felt like everyone was pointing and laughing. Well, cor- shame cor- Bell yeah, going yeah, yeah, on. Yeah. Corey Simon was laughing. It was just it was a tough day for me. So well, while I'm down and morose about about Nikolai, I also if he comes back with. John Carlo I'm back in like if he goes by John Carlo Bavetta <laughs> we're, we're, we're we're all the way back in on Breakout Bavetta so I am in the press box and it got to the third inning and I'm kind of just watching you know honestly I know more about the game what's happening on TV because I can actually see balls moving and stuff mm-hmm. whatever it makes a difference so I hadn't really seen anything with the ballpark yet so I was like you know what I'm gonna go check out the new features of the ballpark so I walked around and uh, it felt like a sad walk. It really did. Like, it wasn't intended. It's the,
1: it's the the uh, incredible Hulk music it's playing, and you got the bag over your shoulder, it's like, do, 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 do.
0: Or the Charlie Manuel walking out of Citizen's oh, Bank with Park. Oh, the Wawa bag. That's a good one, too. <laughs> yeah, that's what They're I felt All like.
1: images that I am imagining you as right now.
0: I was just like, it wasn't meant to be a sad walk, but it was like, uh, you know, sometimes you got to go on a walk. The truth just came out. Yeah. It, it was, was a sad walk. Yeah. I was like, you know, I was just walking around, head down, very sad. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I was waiting for someone to be like, Yo, yeah, is that that idiot that said Pavetta was going to break out? Uh, I was really waiting for that moment. Um, but it's okay, you know. Uh, uh, it's a it's a minor setback for a major comeback. Um, tough times don't last; tough people do. So, quick question:
1: major <laughs> comeback? Are you talking about Pavetta or you in this know. case?
0: I, I, I feel like we're one and the same at this point. <laughs> I do so. too. I do too. <laughs> it's
1: like it's the only thing you said this year. Oh, it's you so, said
0: nothing else. It's, just Pivetta. That's it. I've literally been right about everything else with the Phillies, oh. except for Pavetta. Like. Everything else has been like, oh, that's, yeah, he's been, that's been pretty close to being right. And then Pavetta happens like, do you, do you even know baseball? Knuckle draggers. <laughs> <It's like, laughs>
1: Jack's handling this well, Jack.
0: <laughs> I put out a statement yesterday. Nick, Nick, Nick. I, pu- I put out his statement. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Nick Pavetta did not talk to reporters, but I felt like I, as the, as <laughs> oh, Nick Pavetta's man, uh, put out his PR statement. guy, I was. The, so I said, I said, I said it lobs like I put out my statement um, this morning. He's like, all right, well, since we didn't get we didn't get a confirmation from Pavetta, can we use your vi- video as the official statement from the P- the Pavetta PR campaign? Um, and uh, we'll see if he uses it. But yeah, it's been an interesting 24 hours. I I think it's a good thing. I'm glad he got sent down. I think Yeah,
1: let's actually talk about it for real. For real. The thoughts about Pavetta getting sent down on a MAGRA level.
0: It's a good thing, um, because here's he, this is going to make or break Nick Pavetta, because either one goes either down... He's,
1: either, like you just said, the, the tough people thing. I mean, he's either tough or he's not, and right. we'll find out.
0: And if he's if he's sulking down there, and if he's just not going to react in a positive way, then guess what? I don't want him on my team. Like If, if you're going to go down there, and you're going to sulk, and you're not going to pitch well, and you're not going to come back with a vengeance, and, and some semblance of a third pitch, because you are embarrassed right now, and if you're just going to take that embarrassment and sit down there and do... Nothing, then guess what? Like, you're not a winner and you don't deserve to be on this team. Like, that's an It's honest fact. Like you don't want that kind of guy on this team if he's not going to go down there and come back looking to have revenge for what happened. Like that's real talk. But that's that's a fact. I agree with you. Would would you want someone on your team? Absolutely not. There's no way you'd want anyone near your team when you're trying to win seriously that goes down to AAA, sulks, doesn't pitch well, and expects to have a job rather than earning a job.
1: I 100% agree with you. And taking it a step further, I applaud the Phillies for doing it. Because yeah, they're not messing around. They're not then. messing around. They're saying every game matters. We need to win every game we can. And Nick, sorry, you're just not getting out to the Major League level right now.
0: We'll see if they send down Aaron Nola, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh-huh. guessing that's
1: not going to happen anytime <laughs> no, it's soon. Good. A little bit longer leash, just a touch longer for Nick. The Phillies Straight have been.
0: I think you can tell through their words and their actions and everything so far, like they were severely disappointed in Nick Pavetta. Like it's not a big deal. I mean, deal. we
1: we said it. I think that's the most critical we've ever heard Gabe Kapler be about anyone on the team ever.
0: Yeah. And because he he was completely different than what he was in spring training, like spring training Pavetta was a guy that was going out throwing ninety nine and like was attacking and had good tempo and was like aggressive, and the guy who pitched this year was the exact opposite. It was ninety four and like, please don't hit this. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's a great way to put it. It's it was it was like it was it was please don't hit my ball as far as you possibly can. And he was getting teed up on. Like he just was. It was it was infuriating to watch. If you had a camera on me. Here at the station, you would have heard many a curse word and, and yelling at, my t- at the television. So
1: I got many an angry text. That's yes. for
0: sure. So um, ultimately, it's a good thing because we're gonna we're gonna figure out who the real Nick Pavetta is. If he is tough-minded and wants to be better and wants to be great we can get a really talented pitcher. I mean, the talent is all there for Nick Pavetta to be a really good pitcher in this league. The problem is is that he might not be mentally tough enough to get the job done. We'll see what happens when he comes back from AAA. All
1: right, for more on, on Nick Pavetta, check out the official Nick Pavetta Statement. Statement. Yes. On Jack Fritz's Twitter account.
0: Yeah, but it's like it's like for the twenty thousand views, which I think is hilarious. Look at you! Whiskey. You make <laughs> like, videos and like people wire. just watch them. Uh, people, people need it. Yeah, to see those big guy, big people, guy videos. People, yeah, the big guys. Uh-huh. Should I just change my name to Jackie Big Guy? Jackie
1: Big Guy. All right. Speaking of big guys, yes, not really that big, but he's important for us now. Let's talk the other side of this. Yes. Jared Ichikoff looked awesome, and I know. Look, a fourteen to ten run lead for most of the time he's pitching, but. Eye test wise, his stuff was moving. He looked really good. Where are you at with Iakov?
0: Obviously, I think that like people are a little overreacting to the ninth inning when he struck out Cano, which I know was great, but um, but it was. You know, it was a blowout.
1: It's a, look in was, that game again. You know, they're human beings. They're not as locked in. They're just right. not having the same type of at bats. They're looking to get out of there. They want the game over. So you can't take everything away from it. But I did think the ball moved.
0: Yeah, no, I thought, I thought, um, I thought cough was great, and I thought this is exactly what we kind of saw at the end of spring training. It was 91, but it was like a zip on the 91. It wasn't like the 88 to 89 that was kind of soft in there, and you knew that he was about to get teed up on, um, and. The best thing I saw out of Eikhoff was he had a pretty close to 20-20-20. All throughout the board, so he had 20 fastballs, 20 curveballs, 20 sliders. And in order for him to be a good major league pitcher, he needs to have that kind of rotation, that kind of breakdown. Because if he j- is just a fastball guy or whatever, throws a lot of curveballs, like eventually hitters figure it out. Sure, they just do. So the fact that he was able to keep guys off, throw strikes that way, um, and had a little bit of zip to his fastball rather than the 88, 89 that we had been seeing when he was hurt, uh, it's big because because the Jared Eichkoff in 2016 was a guy who was six and Three runs or less, like mm-hmm. that's about where he was, and um, I did not expect my prediction of Jared Eichhoff saving the season to be for this Nick quickly
1: or this quickly. <laughs> yeah. but yes, for
0: sure. But there's there's no reason to believe that that Jared Ickoff cannot be a good major league starter. I
1: mean, that curve is a plus pitch. It is for a sure. it's a legit plus pitch.
0: And for long, I've I've when he when I watched him, I thought his ceiling could be that of Ross Stripling. And what I saw on Saturday, or was it was it Tuesday? It was Tuesday. Was what Ross Stripling pretty much is. Yeah, like he's a big it's curve. A, it's a really good comp. Yeah, a big curveball, a fastball that kind of sneaks up on you and a slider that moves away from you. And Jared off did that. And uh, if he I think he could be our Ross Stripling. And then if if Pivetta comes back and they, like the the Dodgers rotation is so freaking deep that they can just do whatever they want with it mm-hmm. it feels like maybe we have the same kind of thing happening here where you have you have a, a four, five, six, 5 uh, 6 really good-ish starters,
1: yeah, and that'd be huge. And look, you can never have enough. Too much, you can never have enough starters. No, we talk sure. about it every year. You see it. Guys will get hurt. Guys will need rest. Guys will have dead arm periods. It's going to happen. So that's
0: a real positive on um, And I
1: think our, he
0: had a, he had eleven swings and misses in sixty pitches.
1: It, I mean, it looked it, again. It was an eye test thing, and, and it wasn't the most competitive at bats against him. But eye test wise, his stuff looked a lot better than it has in a couple years, like you said. And one thing about Iikov too. With this pitching staff that, you know, it, we've seen a, a heightened focus, it seems, on control, on not trying to walk guys, trusting stuff. From that perspective, Eikhoff has always been an elite control guy, which is something else you like.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, um, I I'm glad... Listen, Jared Eichoff's a great guy, mm-hmm. and when he and I felt bad for him with all the injuries that have happened to him, yeah, so it was tough. Even though it's at the expense of of, of my son, yeah. it's uh, it, it's a good thing because Eichoff's a great guy, and I always thought he had talent. And if he can realize the talent that he has and stay healthy and help this team win, that's all I care about. Like,
1: yeah, like, ultimately, this is all just about the Phillies winning.
0: Yeah, yeah, and if I I think Eickhoff right now, like the guy that pitched in that game. Is a guy that can go six or seven innings and help this bullpen. Um, and right now they need they need to help this bullpen big time, especially since they're heading. Well, I mean,
1: it. just that him giving them four innings there was massive. Huge. It was everything. Price I mean, I thought it was the I, exactly. I think it was the most important thing that happened. In that series, Jared Eikhoff giving you four innings there, considering all the games. They're six games into their 17 such, straight days.
0: Such a nerdy statement by you. It I is. Love
1: it. It's so nerdy, but it was huge. Well, especially after Nola doesn't... You. We, what did we say? On the Monday podcast, we said, you have to get seven from Nola tonight. Yeah. He has to give you seven. He gave you four.
0: Yeah, it was, was monster. Well, and especially because they're going into Colorado this weekend, which, I mean, I, I don't trust... Anyone going to oh,
1: Colorado? Man, it's a high-scoring games, baby. <laughs> like, I
0: just don't yes. like. I for I I think the Phillies pitching staff is fine. I don't think they're great. I think they're fine. I don't trust them at all going into into Colorado. I just don't at this point. Like maybe Arrieta, I would trust, but other than that, no, I just you're, don't. You're so.
1: trying to you're trying to outscore them yeah. in Colorado.
0: Yeah, so and you can.
1: Your lineup is better than the Rockies lineup. You can outscore
0: them, but right now, You're going to have sure. to outscore them for sure. So, um, yeah. I off, we'll, we'll get to that. Series. I got save the save the save the series a little bit. Uh, if he didn't if he didn't do that, then you're it, it just would have thrown everything out of whack. So for him to. Kind I well, take they played the, what
1: twenty five innings the two days before as well. In right. addition, you know,
0: right. you, you had extra innings. You had uh, twenty five
1: innings over two days,
0: yeah. and that's almost three baseball games over two days. And You use a lot of arms. They didn't, and Robertson's down now. So yep. remember we talked about it on the Monday. you are like, why is he
1: <laughs> dropping down? <laughs> what? What? And and neither. It's so funny because we had so many explanations, and neither of us said, "Oh, maybe he's hurt." Yeah. Neither one of us said that,
0: and and then I went back and thought about it. It's like sometimes you have like, to. Cha- duh. Sometimes you change your arm slot because like you're not comfortable and you have to find any way to get through it. And mm-hmm. that's clearly what he was doing. Yeah. The other thing that was an embarrassing moment for the podcast on Monday was that we didn't know why the All Star Game was coming in 2026. Yeah.
1: That was that was <laughs> yes, because it was was that on Monday or the last one on Thursday. Either way, we're like, oh, it's the anniversary of the '96, and we're yeah, like, that's why they're here. It was really dumb. <laughs> it was very, it was very a 250 year anniversary of the country. Why'd they have a little it in bit 96? bigger deal. Yeah. Why they have it in 76? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so. Are bad. Listen. Hey, all right. We talk baseball here. right? right. Don't expect us to know about other things like you know the country and whatnot. Yeah,
0: I history sp- of America. Come on. I pride myself on only knowing baseball. <laughs> I can tell you about the history of the Phillies. All right. Yeah, absolutely nothing else. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, it was a cool. It was a cool ceremony. On what was that?
1: Oh, it was neat. Monday. On Tuesday. Tuesday.
0: Tuesday also. Tuesday. Yeah. Because because we <laughs> were wrong on Monday.
1: Yes. All right. So. <laughs> Let's get we were so wrong. Okay, let's get into uh some more stuff from the Mets series. I'll throw some stuff at you. Uh let's go game by game first. Nola, we haven't talked since that start. We said give us seven innings. He's stunk he again. <laughs> Where are we at?
0: Man, uh Nola has been just Well, here's the thing. I I don't totally blame him for the start on on Monday because it was super windy. Mm-hmm. It was like crazy wind and And it was cold. It was cold dirt. And it was blowing uh, crosswind so like if he's trying to throw a fastball away to a righties it's just getting hung up a little bit mm-hmm. because the wind was so fierce that it wasn't spinning as much um, so I could see that as being an effect of why it was happening uh, again he had no fastball command like his fastball command was nowhere to be found so um, that was frustrating again and like the numbers numbers against Nola just are so much different than what we saw last year like right now hitters are slugging 607 off of his four seamer it's crazy it was 336 last year yeah and off his curveball, they're slugging 522. Last year, was 249. Like, that is not good at all. And what I realized, well, not what I realized. What I thought was maybe his is, uh, release point is higher than it has been and it's higher on every single one of his pitches Mm. so where he's releasing the ball is higher than where it was last year when he's getting the crazy movement and being able to find like he he has prided himself on being the guy that has the lowest release point amongst starters and it helps him get the movement get out in front of it and and spin the ball how he needs to spin the ball and if his if his if his arm angle is up a little bit on each one of those pitches it can cause your ball to flatten out a little bit it just does that's just pitching that's just figuring out the kinks so not like, I'm not scared about Noah. So you think
1: the point being, to, to boil it down, that it's it could be just more of a mechanical yes. issue right
0: now. I think it's all mechanics. I don't think he's hurt. He's throwing just as hard. Um, I think it's just that he has to lower his release point uh, a little bit because it's it's a pretty, like, on a graph, right, you have where he was last year in 2018. Jack-
1: Jackie numbers coming yeah. back out.
0: Where he, where he was in 2018, it's like this. It's like a, it's like a pretty steep incline. Um, It's like maybe a forty-five degree incline from on a ninety degree axis. Okay. Um, So not great. And I think it's.
1: But if it, like the fact that. That's a better thing to hear that you think it's a mechanical issue than you think there could be something wrong with him. Yeah, body-wise.
0: I don't think that that's that's it at all. I think it's strictly mechanics, and he'll be fine. I, I we'll keep saying he'll be fine until he's, until there's some kind of injury that comes out. But I'm just I can't I'm not worried about the guy. Like I'm just not. I think the fastball command will come back. The guy's always been a command pitcher, and I don't think he forgot how to have fastball command overnight.
1: Okay. Um, offensively, not much to take away. You know, you you wish there were a couple spots where they could have driven in an extra run and taken that game. It happens. They come back the next night. They obviously bring it. We talked about yeah. the Pavetta-Eikhoff part of it.
0: The one thing on Friday that was frustrating was, like, in the in the extra innings, um, Kutchin was up. Kingery was on first. There was already two outs. Mm-hmm. And you should have been stealing there, and he would have been on second, and then McCutcheon you doubled. Could have,
1: and if he did get out, McCutcheon could have let off the next inning. That is the correct move there. Yeah, so game.
0: I was I was a little frustrated when that happened. I think that, that was a way to steal a ball game um, when they, they didn't have a, a great all-around game. Although, listen, man, they came back three times in that game yeah. against Syndergaard, which I think is impressive. Yes,
1: and it, it felt like, to go back to how we talked about the 14-inning game and how I felt like they were going to win, and you said it felt like a loss, that Mets game felt like a loss to me the whole time. At no point during that game did I actually think the Phillies were going to win it. And they didn't win it.
0: Yeah. Um, And one more thing on NOLA is... The pitch that I think is killing him right now, he did throw more change-ups on, on, did. on Monday, but I think that was a product of the wind and that he couldn't spin couldn't his curveball. curveball. So I think that was more product of that because it still didn't look great. Mm-hmm. The pitch that I think is, is killing Nola outside the change-up right now is that fastball uh, down and away to righties and into lefties. Because he can't locate it right now. Mm-hmm. Like every And that's fast-
1: a massive pitch for him, right,
0: obviously. Right, because to lefties, so when, when he's trying to hit that spot down there right now, since he can't get down there, it's just leaking over the middle of the plate. And when you throw down and into a lefty and it's leaking over the middle of the plate, that ball gets crushed. I mean, I would know. And and, <laughs> and, and I love self-deprecating and, when it
1: comes out there.
0: And when you're throwing it to righties, it's leaking right back over the middle of the plate for them to, to absolutely unload on. Right. So the fact that he can't get that outside, down away fastball to a righty and into lefties... Turning him against both sides. Crushing him. Place. It's absolutely crushing him, because I kept watching him, and I kept just leaking him. These guys were teeing off on it in a way that I'd never seen before. I think it's so weird... And this is just a philosophical thing about the whole sport in general. And the thing that I'm so confused by. Very talented pitchers just look mortal. And like Jack Flaherty's getting destroyed this year. And Jack Flaherty is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Scherzer looks okay. Like sales Sale getting about. destroyed. Uh,
1: Corey Kluber is
0: cooked. He looks like he's cooked. Yeah. But it's just it's just like all these great pitchers all of a sudden are all bad. Like, Syndergaard got ripped on Monday. Yeah,
1: even DeGrom had a bad outing. DeGrom's had two straight I bad know, ends. it's like, what is happening what are, like,
0: here? Like, I thought t- if there was anyone who was good to go, it's Jacob DeGrom. Tyler Glass now is, like, the best pitcher in baseball. Yeah. So, I, I can't tell what it is. I, I, I think they're juicing the baseballs again. And my one theory is that they... they they're tightening the seams even harder, so the ball's not moving as much. But they look like they're moving the same. Like, well, and
1: there are guys who are making it look like it's moving. We've discussed yeah. Jose Alvarado, and that that it was like I've
0: never seen anything like it. I mean, Blake Trainin' still getting the ball to move. Right, I mean, so maybe it's not that. Yeah, you know what? It might honestly be. Guys know how to hit 98 now. So like, everyone... that is a
1: good point, man. People have adjusted to the higher level of fastball velocity on a consistent basis.
0: And you better have a pitch that 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 moves now, like because fastballs are out. You can't throw fastballs anymore. Like Fastballs are out. You can't throw them. I mean, you can, you can mix them in. Like, Nerys yesterday was a perfect fastball use. It was perfect.
1: It was perfect.
0: And we talked about this on Monday. We talked about how the bullpen, they're just breaking balling and and sinkering and having a ball that moves people to death. Like, they're not throwing four-seamers.
1: And then that's what allows you to have success with the fastball when you're playing off your off-speed stuff and you can use the fastball to mix it in the way Naris did against Broxton.
0: Now, the one thing that I will say is... Sure, the balls are moving as much, but if they're tightly, if they're more tightly wound, they're a little slicker, and that's maybe why the control is not totally there. Oh, that's that's why the nola control that's is not possible. there. I think that it's a mixture of guys can hit 98 now, and even though the ball's moving, they can't get the same grip on it for the location. That might be what it is. It's possible. If, if I'm being honest, I think that's probably what it
1: is. There is one guy who has not had an
0: issue with that, Ace Arrieta, Jack. Imagine signing you Darvish over Jake Arietta. Oh, Man, I... I'm glad I can bring that back. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while, baby. It has. That was like the first two months of last it year. Was. Every podcast would open up, would open up with imagine signing you Darvish over Jake Arrieta. you um, Darvish, by the way, threw a ball the other day. Hit three guys. Hit all hit three, three, three of them. And everything I never like it bounced yeah.
1: off the batter, off the catcher, off the umpire, and all three guys just go down. <laughs> it was like it was like
0: a it was like what a, like a magic bullet or
1: something. It was amazing.
0: Right, right, right. So um Jake. So Jake has just been he I was awesome know, I know we're kind of jumping Again. around here. We're trying to jump yeah, around. Yeah, we're jumping but, around. We're jumping let's, around. Talk the no... let's talk about the Mets series in general. We don't have to go game by game.
1: Yes, exactly. I mean, look, they, there's not much to say. They won the series, which was awesome.
0: I do have something the I blowout
1: game was great. We'll get to the injuries, and we'll get to the greatest player in the history of baseball coming up as well. But,
0: I have one general Mets thought that I would like to yes, just but, get but, out there later. Jake. Jake. So, Jake, the ball is just... Dancing. Like, it is just dancing. And and I don't know if you saw my tweet today. I kind of hope you didn't because I want to throw it oh, on I you. I didn't.
1: I did not see a Jay Garrietta tweet today from you.
0: He just, he, he reminds me so much of early 30s Derek Lowe right now. Like, you've said you've, I know. you've made I've this thrown, comp to you
1: before. I mean, I love the comp. If he could be Derek Lowe, I mean, Derek Lowe is we should say World Series hero. Derek, yeah, Lowe. but that
0: was 0-4 Lowe, so that was like still twenties Lowe. Um, but he I'm was talking with the like Dodgers. Dodgers yeah, he was still great with the Dodgers. So I'm looking and at I was well, looking, I guess not
1: a hero in the World Series. No, he's
0: just he was a fine pitcher. So in, in in Derek Lowe's age 33 season, he had a three, 363 ERA, pitched 34 games, 200 plus innings, um, and he had a he had a he struck out five point one. Uh, and and walk two and a half a game. That's about where Arietta's numbers are right now. Arietta a little
1: bit better on the strikeouts, but slightly. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: But He's like a fi- he's like five point eight to six right now mm-hmm. in strikeouts, and the walks are around like three. Yeah, like they, they just remind me so much of each other. They both key, have that the ground balls, the nasty sinker that goes down and in. Um, and Arietta threw a slider a lot more yesterday. Um, but he's also so Arietta right now. Um, he I this is this is like one of my joys in life. Is, is watching a pitcher age and figuring out how to pitch Me it. Me too. I, think it's I the, love it. I think it's the coolest uh, thing in uh, baseball. Tom well.
1: Glavin is one of my favorite examples of it, where he just realized, he's like, I can't throw hard anymore. So I'm just... And Jamie Moyer, another perfect example of Maddox. a guy... Yeah, who just totally just used changes of speed and just was able to, was so smart as a pitcher that... Whether it was seventy nine to ninety one, even if that was his his verse seventy to ninety one, like that range, he could just make it work by being such a smart pitcher.
0: Right, and and Kershaw going through the same thing right yeah. now. So Kershaw's like eighty eight to ninety right now, which is crazy. Uh, I think Bumgarner's starting to learn a little bit. Like the the notion that these guys don't know how to pitch anymore is not totally true. Mm-hmm. They just have to learn how to do it again. Like like Sabathia had a horrible season like three years ago, and now he figured it out. And He figured it out, yeah, totally. But when you watch a guy like like I'm worried about a guy like Kluber because. Because he's not like, unless he turns into like a hardcore two seam guy and a change up away guy and still like that sweeping curveball when he can, I don't totally know how he's going to change. You know what I mean?
1: Well, I think it's also better for guys who are natural single ball type pitchers, as you, because you could, I mean, ground balls never go out of style. Like, how ground is Ground balls will never go out of style.
0: I guess Sale's gonna have to turn into a slider guy. Like he's gonna, he's gonna have to, man. He's gonna have to throw it all the time. Um, but whatever. Which, which, with his delivery and his, I mean, yeah,
1: we, we've like the fact that Chris Sale hasn't had a major arm injury is one of the most crazy, unexpected science, things science, in the history.
0: Science miracle.
1: It is. It's all we ever talked about. Chris, oh, he's great, but it'll never last. Yeah, it's lasted a long time already.
0: So it's it's really cool seeing Arietta Yeah, he, he had a down year last year. He was not great last year, mm-hmm. um, and all the underlying stats would show that, but. This notion that just because you don't strike out guys anymore doesn't mean you're a good pitcher, I always thought it was a little bit crazy. He's generating so much soft contact right now. any
1: contact, man. He that's been great.
0: Yeah, and he's he's in the zone longer. He's 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 not nibbling like he was last year. Like last year, he wasn't striking anyone out, mm-hmm. and he was walking a ton of guys. Yep. And guys were crushing his balls that were were in the zone. Um, and I was watching some clips of him from his Cy Young year, and it was like, <laughs> like Ariadne was disgusting. It was like 97 and uh, now he's 93. I, I mean
1: like we always talk about like the best we ever saw and Pedro in 99 is the best I ever saw but Jake Arietta, the second half of that 2015 season is among like the best stretches I've ever seen in my life
0: yeah, from no, a pitcher. It was crazy. And like
1: it, a .70 or .70 or, or, or eight
0: over that stretch or something
1: insane like that.
0: I know. It was nuts. And he'll never get back there, which no. is perfectly fine. Because the pitcher right now that is pitching for, for the Phillies, obviously he's pitching for the Phillies. This is a Phillies podcast. Why would we not talk about Jake? Great Perriott. point, Jack. You nailed that one. <laughs> Thank you. <It's>, uh, <laughs> that was like your classic uh, let me fill this in with BS yes. when I'm trying to make my next point. <laughs> yes. Um, but the but the pitcher we're seeing right now is is a sinker, hard sinker, and a changeup that both come out of the same arm. Lot that guys have no idea where the ball is going to go. That's I mean the 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 at bat to Pete Alonso yesterday where he swung at a one two oh. changeup that was like a fifty six footer unbelievable. It was like a Donovan McNabb pass like he swung at that and it was like this guy's back. Yeah. Like, and Pete like,
1: Alonso is a really good hitter as we talked about in the a, last pod. He's
0: got a good eye. So yes. um I I I am really really impressed Yet I think he, him pitching like this I think is going to give more um. Uh, more confidence to the rest of the guys, not even in the rotation, but throughout the whole lineup. Like the fact that they can say, "Hey, Arietta's back," and they're probably whispering to each other in the Jake's dugout. Jake's got us tonight. Like Jake's back, Jake. Because I mean, Arietta. Obviously, he's had a short stint of greatness, but Arietta is a guy that won a Cy Young, that had put together one of the be- the best second half in baseball history. In history, yeah, right, literally. And when you have that guy, and also t-
1: guy who won a World Series, a guy who pitched in the World Series, made big outs in the World Series, like that matters to a younger team without a lot of guys, like
0: for that. sure. And I I just think it's going to enhance their level of competitiveness. And I think how the Phillies are going to view this as they're going to be saying to each to each other, hey, when we get Nola right. I mean, what's what's the what's the upside upside of this team? The upside of this team is a is a World Series caliber yes, team. If you literally. have Arietta back and Nola being back to Aaron Nola, I mean, the guys are going to be beaming with confidence. So, I'm so excited for watching Arietta start now because he's he is comfortable, he's in the zone, um, and I just think if he can turn in a, a, a early 30s Derek Lee, Derek Lowe kind of season, then we're getting a very good pitcher. And honestly, 75 million might be a steal.
1: It's a shame that you didn't say you thought Jake was going to be back and you just talked about Pavetta. <laughs> didn't
0: say it at all. It's really a
1: shame, man, because no, I, <laughs> I think
0: people would remember that. I should have know? stuck with that take, because I did have it. It's a great take. I mean, That's why I'm saying said,
1: it. You said you said blatantly, Jake is back this season. i like called it.
0: I was more in on Arietta than I was at, at Pavetta for um, one podcast, Yep. and then I went away from it. And then you left it. <laughs> it's it's a shame. Very sad, but it's, it's okay. Good, it's, a it's a good take. It's a good take. It turned out to be a good take. Uh, you know, one of my only ones. Also... Um, his battery mate, J.T. Realmuto, finally arrived. Locked in, brother. Yes. Locked in. And this is this is the Real Muto that we were, we have been waiting for. By the right way,
1: you're jumping my notes. See, it says Real Muto locked in on my notes right after someone as okay. best ever. But go ahead. Best ever. Wow. In the history of baseball. Okay. I'm obviously kidding. Okay. But we'll get there. Um, Real Muto. I can't believe we took that seriously. Like, Scott Kingry's not the best player in the history of baseball.
0: But well, his OPS. Right... right now, he's pretty pretty up there. Okay. let's We'll get to that in one second. Yes. I can't uh, wait. Real Muto, just it, this is the Real Muto that we gave up Sixto Sanchez for today. Mm-hmm. Yes, I saw a video of Sixto hitting 98 today and got a little reminiscent and started tearing up a little bit. But
1: Pedro in 99.
0: But it did help that uh, JT Real Muto carried them against mm-hmm. the the Mets. Harper had a bat. Harper's in a bit of a funk.
1: Hoskins in a funk.
0: Even He's- the. You know, you know what's great about Harper's funk? Which he's in Is a that funk.
1: he gets on base and scores runs, always. Yeah, he, he, It's he's, unbelievable. He's been
0: on base every single game. He scored
1: three runs in the 14-3 to game, like, quietly. Like, no one talked about it, only just three runs, no problem. I mean, like,
0: uh, we, we could have gave $330 million to Carlos Santana, at- but yeah, Car- I'm, Carl- just, I'm just kidding. Do you know what Carlos Santana's batting right now? He's like 440.
1: 400. He's <laughs> batting 400 on the Carl Carlos Santana has been... Freaking
0: awesome. Baseball is so weird this season so far. This is a side tangent, but you have guys still batting 400. Mm-hmm. You have guys batting 180. Yeah. You have guys striking out everyone. You have great pitchers <laughs> great who point. pitch like crap. It's like, a really <laughs>
1: unexpected first almost month of the like, season. It's,
0: it's so weird to me. We're almost Tim a month Anderson, end of the season here. Tim Anderson, who blows, like three weeks in. is batting like 430.
1: Tim Anderson, the now the poster child will let the kids play
0: movement. You know, I'm seeing a lot of people talking about we'll get the to unwritten that. rules we'll that have that played the yes, game. Yes,
1: we'll get, we'll get to that because I think you and I are somewhat opposed <laughs> on that. But we'll, we'll so get to that. Um, all right. Um, Real Muto, locked in. We both agree. this is It's awesome to see the other guy who's locked in. And, and I'm joking around a little bit, mm. but Scotty breakout season, Jack. Scotty, Kingery, breakout season. Two homers in the series against the Mets. My man is locked in. Five RBI the other night. Another homer yesterday. Hitting the opposite field. You said on the last podcast when Scotty's taking it to the Right center field, you know he's locked in. Scotty's locked in, Jack.
0: I feel like I don't want to say Scotty breakout season because breakout seasons don't haven't worked out for me. in yeah, recent Yeah, don't say it.
1: Don't say it. Don't. Great point.
0: The most annoying thing don't about say it. The most annoying thing about my Twitter mentions right now is like stop jinxing the players. Oh no! <laughs> and it's like it's no! like I'm just gonna keep giving my opinions and talking you can about un- it. You can unfollow if you want. Um, Jack, here's so, a
1: here's a little tip. Don't look at
0: the mentions. Yeah, but I like the. I, I know you do. I mean, do. listen. I grew up in a different era than you.
1: You sure did, buddy.
0: You sure <laughs> um, did. Um, so Kingery, I would just say that Scott Kingery has arrived. He yes, is. I think he that's looks, a good way to put it. He looks very comfortable. He is to play. a
1: major league baseball player. Finally,
0: his K rate right now is twelve and a half percent. Wow, is it that low? No, obviously. Was he like
1: mid twenties last 26%, year? Twenty six percent. Twenty six. Yeah.
0: Now. Obviously, the reason that is is because he's swinging way earlier in counts and not letting him get to 0-2. Oh, like what we talked about, like hey, let
1: him actually be the player he is and see a pitch he wants to hit it and hit it kind of guy. Yeah, what a shocker.
0: And the one thing that that was uh, frustrating about watching Kingary last year was that it seemed like he just chased out of the zone all the time and his O swing. Because he was per-
1: always behind the count too. Right,
0: right. So his O swing percentage right now is uh, it was forty percent last year. It's down to thirty three percent right now. So positive uh, situations there right now. His OPS is it's like seventeen something, right? I'll get. I I got one even better for you. Ooh, it's six points below what Barry Bonds was in the two thousand four <laughs> season. <laughs> that is from our good buddy Ryan Spader.
1: Shout out to Ryan Spader because obviously, like Kingery, will not finish the season with a seventeen hundred sure? plus. Over you? No,
0: you never know. Yeah, you, you can't be. You can't be so sure.
1: How How is that possible that Barry Bonds had a full season with that? Like that's, I mean, the Barry Bond like. It's unbelievable, man. So
0: Scott Kingery has had two weeks—the best of two weeks—is probably his life hitting wise. Yes, below what Barry Bonds did for a whole entire season.
1: It's. it's I'm speechless. Yeah, I'm it's, literally it's speechless.
0: Freaking insane.
1: All right, Kingery. Two questions. One, obviously, he's not going to bat 480 or 520 or whatever he is this year. Probably, mm. probably, probably. Let's, let's not say <laughs> it that is, it is the breakout season. I can say yeah, yeah. that you can't. Okay. But but break
0: you, break. No, I'm not gonna say. Just it.
1: stop. Okay. Just chat. <laughs> Nick Buffett is in the minors right
0: now. All right. Can you please? You're talking to a dead man, so it doesn't matter what I say anyway. <laughs> all
1: right. Two questions. One. Uh, do you expect Kingery to keep it up for all intents and purposes? Not too bad for you, but keep it up. And two. How much should he be playing? Who should he be playing for? What's the right amount
0: he needs to be in the lineup right now? Well, the Segura injury kind of takes. Of course. Takes yeah. care of itself. Let's a little say bit. four
1: to five days. Whatever Gabe said. Let's say. Ga- let's say Segura's back. Middle of next week, he's good to go. How are you moving forward with Scott?
0: Well, the problem is, is that now Cesar's playing better, and yeah, Cesar's been good. Couple homers in the last week; he's been much better. One, he had the, that 11 pitch at bat yesterday that yeah. changed the entire inning. Mm-hmm. So that was awesome to see. And listen. Um, I, I want Kingery to play as much as possible I think uh, eventually he's obviously going to be our second baseman but Cesar's helping the team right now yeah jeez getting a little excited about Cesar Hernandez because we're
1: in this studio it's all messed it's up it's too small different for spot. me By the I'm way, a big re- guy real quick you are a big guy while we're at 34 minutes in I guarantee you it's been 34 better minutes than the wrestling podcast
0: always but, i bet my life on that <laughs> um, uh, I, I think Kingery right now I would say get him if you, if you play six games a week start him start him at least twice I mean,
1: yeah, I was even going to go three,
0: and if, and and
1: it uh, look, it's a tough balance. You're right because Cesar deserves to play. You're not sitting Franco on a consistent basis right now.
0: Yeah, it, that's a tough take. So far. I know,
1: but it, <laughs> yay! you know the man, the man's doing it.
0: Now we didn't talk about this from the from the Monday night game. The the home run he hit against. Uh, center guard. Mm-hmm. was that was the swing No, no it was against uh, Matt's. the Matt's home run yeah, the Tuesday on Tuesday game. night. That was the swing I've been waiting for from Franco. Every home run he's hit so far this season has been a missed pitch up and in that he mm-hmm. just hasn't missed on. That was a pitch that was a way that he waited on and took the deep center field. Yep. If you want me to fully buy in to, to break out my More Mikel, of that? Yeah, I need to see the ball to just the opposite way. Just don't say break out michael should I say it though? Because I want Kingery to play. <laughs> should I? Should I just tank Mike out right now? Oh, no. Should I tank him? No. I want the Phillies <laughs> to be good. Joke. I want the Phillies to be good. I won't say it. I won't more say more hitters is better than less hitters, Jack. Okay. I won't say it. I won't say it. Good looking. Great. I won't. Okay. I'll, Stop. Okay. Uh. You're really testing our patience here. <laughs> so, but that was the swing that I've everyone's been, like yelling at their yeah, yeah, yeah. iPhone.
1: No. Yeah. Slow motion.
0: Yes. Like, slow motion. Yes. No. Yes. Exactly. Um, but I, th- that swing on uh, on on Tuesday. That's the swing that. If you want me to believe in Mike as a long-term piece on this team, that's the swing I need to see more of because that's sustainable. Beating up on bad pitches in that are just missed out over the plate and high that you can easily crush, that's not really doing much for me. I know they look great and whatever, but uh, I look for sustainability. I look for over long-term success. And him being able to take that ball to center field, that's long-term success for me. So so if Mike struggles a little bit, Kingery can slide right in. The fact that Kingery looks this good and is forcing his way into the Phillies lineup is only a good thing. It's a great thing. Because if one of those guys starts scuffling, Kingery's ready to Which, go. Which,
1: again, back to the whole you-never-have-too-many-pitchers thing, it happens off at, on on in the lineup, too. Like, guys will get hurt, guys will get nicked up, guys will need days off. And,
0: and man, the injuries are starting to, to yeah. pile up the a little bit. And the thing with
1: Kingery, too, is that he really is a versatile guy for you. We've seen how many different positions he could play. He's a great base runner. He's fast. He does a lot of different things. But...
0: I just didn't think it was possible for him to possibly <laughs> to, to 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 be able to physically swing the bat. How do you how do if, you
1: do that if you're playing all these different positions? It's If he's just Jack. moving
0: all over the place, how is he even able to focus at the dish? It's a miracle. Like the, it's a he, miracle, really. He, the fact that he's uh miraculously batting 480 playing third base, shortstop, second base, a little bit of outfield, it's just I'm shocked by this. It I makes don't know it, how it that it's much happening. more impressive,
1: Jack. That much more impressive. All right, one other thing from the Mets game, we kind of mentioned it, but is Hector Neris our closer, Jack?
0: No, <laughs> not. How is this possible?
1: What, how many times? I, I, made culpa. I said on this podcast, I never, ever, ever, ever need to see Hector Neris pitch in the ninth inning ever again.
0: And since then, it's been what? Twice. Two for two. Two for two. So, I'm two wrong, for two and six. Yes, I, I guess I'm wrong. Well, I don't know if you're wrong. I, I, I don't know if if <laughs> saying you don't. I mean, it's not like they've been like. Easy. Clean or easy, yeah. like yesterday.
1: I'm literally almost like I'm holding my daughter as I'm watching. I'm like fist pump, and I'm like ah.
0: Yeah, don't squeeze too hard though. No, like, I didn't. Yeah, you can't. You can't, it. It you can't be doing that.
1: She's a big Phillies fan, so
0: big Phillies fan. Watch. Can't help it. That's good. Yeah. Um, but Hector. Uh, I thought he actually pitched. That was the best I felt about Hector in a ninth inning. Mm-hmm. Um, he had the unfortunate little slow roller to Franco. That was just unlucky. when you,
1: th- especially when you throw splitters like that. That's going to happen.
0: Yeah, and the the cool thing about his splitter right now is that
1: it is splitting like crazy. What else? Is that it's <laughs>
0: he doesn't fully know where it's going out of the hand, I know. so it's either it's either cutting a little bit, it's either going straight down, or it's either going in like a sinker to righties, um, which is a good thing. That's a mm-hmm. I mean, if you can <laughs> if you can have that pitch go three different ways, I mean, that's a devastating pitch, huge, and it makes his fastball way harder to pick up.
1: Wait, I mean, you saw it with Broxson, Broxson, especially on the first fastball, look lost on By that way,
0: first strike. Really glad it was I'm the really pit. glad it was Keon Broxson dude. That.
1: Me too. I said the same. Thing. It was so funny because we were talking about in the air. Today, and DeCamera was like, yeah, I was really worried that with the, the fastball. And I was like, I wasn't. It was Keon Broxton. If someone else were up, I might have been worried. But literally, with Keon Broxton, I was not worried.
0: It was literally anyone else.
1: Literally. I, I thank God Brandon Nemo was hurt bad enough that he couldn't pitch it because that was a classic Brandon Nemo comes in and we hate Brandon Nemo even more than we already did. Yeah.
0: Moments. So, um, yeah, if he wants to be a splitter-only guy that mixes in his fastball, I think that's the best way for Hector Neris to be a – competent late inning guy and they need Hector Nares. I mean with Robertson down, they need him immensely at this time. And I I know people probably want to ask us about Kimbrell. The only way I'm really going after Kimbrell is if, if Robertson's like done for the year.
1: And even then I know he's not gonna have a one year deal. I don't he's
0: not taking a one year no deal, yeah. so fine
1: two max. As I've said from the beginning, the more we get deeper in, the less I want Craig Kimbrell. Uh, it's just the more I think about it. And your point has stuck with me. The the line that you said, when you just think about it rationally and say, they had to bring their starter, Chris Sale, in to close out the World Series. I mean, if that doesn't tell you where they were at with Craig Gimbrell at that moment, I don't know what else does.
0: Well, I, I'm not a Red Sox fan. You're not a Red Sox fan. No. I was scared crapless watching Craig
1: Kimbrell
0: <laughs> in, in the postseason, so I couldn't imagine how a Red Sox fans. Yeah. Fan, so. Well, and
1: it's funny because if you talk to any Red Sox fan, like an Al Morgani or whoever, they will say that they want nothing to do with that guy. They're they're done.
0: Yeah. And the, the the most hilarious thing is like people act like if you sign Craig Kimbrell, it's like, well, he's gonna be disgusting from day one. Superstar cold. He hasn't been good since 2017 or yeah. like 2018. Well, like, and it's that's just...
1: the thing is like 20. It was that he was great in 2017. Like. Otherworldly, but he sucked in 2016 too. He really sucked in 2016. They sucked again in 2018. Which one of those three is the mirage? Probably the one in the middle, right? I mean,
0: yeah. So, um, so listen, if, if Robertson's so bad, it, obviously you never want that kind of injury. It's just especially it's with a guy you that's
1: your elbow soreness. That I mean. Nine times out of ten, it's Tommy John.
0: Yeah, and you never, and he's never had a track record of being hurt. That's why mm-hmm. they signed him. I mean, the Phillies this offseason they prioritize guys who are going to post whenever they need them to post. Whoops! And unfortunately, Robert. <laughs> and and what what hurts even more, I know, I know, Tommy Hunter's a, a last sixty day now. But he's he's there's no way he's pitching this year. Oh, he's done. Yeah. Oh, I
1: think I don't think we're ever seeing Tommy Hunter this year. No. I agree
0: with you. I think he's already pitched his last game in the Phillies uniform. I agree with you. Which for most people, they're most happy people about. Are fine. I, I would I like depth. Been
1: fine with Tommy Hunter. So.
0: Yeah. Uh, We'll see what happens with Robertson if they make a panic move. I just it's
1: nerve-wracking. Look, Gabe was on with Angelo this week, and he said that they fully still expect Robertson to, as Gabe puts it, you know, get big outs for them he said the post this season, summer. Too. And in the postseason was what he said. But he said we're gonna take it slow with Robertson. So it doesn't it doesn't seem like he like they're sure he needs Tommy John or anything like that. It didn't seem like that type of answer that he could be back, but it also didn't seem like hey, he'll be back in ten days type of answer. So I think it's gonna be some time. Yep. One way or another. And and look, if he's got elbow issues, take time. Yeah. If he gets back
0: at all, I'll be happy. Yeah, don't rush it back.
1: All right. Um, real quickly before we look into the Rockies, there was one interesting nugget out there this week. Mike Minor.
0: Mike Minor threw a complete game. Yeah. And- Three
1: hitter. Granted, against the Angels, who are terrible, but still.
0: Mike Trout's in the lineup. Yeah. So, they should win every game, apparently. Yeah,
1: sure. Trader Mike Trout. Whatever. <laughs>
0: Trader Mike Trout. Um, Trader Trout. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Benedict Trout.
1: Benedict Trout. Look, <laughs> let's spin it back around. This is great.
0: <laughs> um, even though like he never played here, so it's a little different than... Benedict. Than, yeah. Trout. Trout. Um, I,
1: it is funny though. I, I I just you know he did the whole like Ben Simmons sent him the Sixer stuff and he's tweeting out. It's the kind of thing that I used to get like so like yeah tweet out about my teams Mike oh, yeah, yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah and now it just feels
0: dirty. It I'm so out on it. I
1: am too. It just it's not endearing anymore, no. bro.
0: He did the freaking Eagle schedule. Not day. endearing anymore. No. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. I'm, I'm out. too.
1: It is amazing, but I am out. It's uh, so, sorry, yeah. Mike. Listen, you, sorry, you, Benedict.
0: You, you let me down
1: big time. So it broke my heart.
0: Mike Miner, yeah, apparently they're interested in Mike Miner. Um, we talked about Mike Miner
1: last year. The deadline was a potential name that was thrown around all that. It's in offseason offseason as well.
0: Yeah, so they've been long interested in Mike Miner, uh, and it's, it's good to see him pitching well. I mean, he went through so many injury stuff. Dude,
1: I mean, if you go back and look at Mike Miner's story, it's pretty amazing that he's pitching in the major leagues at all right now.
0: Yeah, I, I liked Mike Miner a lot when I went back and watched some of the starts from last year. Uh, a good slider, good fastball, uh, knows how to pitch, it seems like, and I believe I did utter the sentence that I Believe more in him than Andrew Miller mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's starting, so that kind of hurts. But if yes. you put him in the bullpen, I thought he'd be good. Yes, and Andrew Miller's another guy who a long track record of being, record of being great looks bad again. Which he's is, been terrible, which in is crazy so far. So uh,
1: yeah. small sample size with relievers this early.
0: I do want to. I I don't know how much Mike Miner would really cost though. That's my thing. I don't,
1: That's my well. I I it depends on the s- other suitors out there. Obviously, value is all relative, of course. But I don't think it's going to be cheap, Jack.
0: Is my well, feeling. especially because the starting market right now is just so bad. Like,
1: Let's put it this way. I think they're asking for Adonis Medina. I don't think the Phillies should give up Adonis Medina to get Mike Miner, but I think the Rangers, it's a package based on Adonis Medina. I think that's the type of deal they're looking
0: for. And Miner signed all through next season, only earning um, $9.5 Perfect
1: for a team that doesn't want to go over the luxury tax. Perfect (coughs) for a team.
0: The two. So I I think where the Phillies are right now, they're about 18 million under the luxury tax. Mm -hmm. And if they brought in Bumgarner and brought in Mike, brought in Mike Miner, they're both still under the luxury tax. Ooh. So uh, because Bumgarner's cheap this 12 million this year. So um, I think I think I think the best pitchers available at the deadline this year, as it sits right now, are going to be Ray Bumgarner and Mike Miner. Which is crazy. And it's the crazy. Phillies need a lefty. So, all lefties. So, which is a good thing for them. It's a yeah, good market. They and the, want lefties. And Robbie Ray would cost them most?
1: I think so. I think I think based cr- on age and
0: contract. Someone's going to really, really
1: overpay I mean, Bumgarner's a free agent at the end of the year. So, that yeah. diminishes his value for the Giants. I
0: mean. And we're not sure he's that great anymore. He looked better on Saturday, like I said. Bumgarner,
1: someone will pay something for Madison Bumgarner. Someone it, will convince themselves that guy's going to pitch in the playoffs for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and hey, I'm
1: cool with it being the Phillies. As we talked about last time, I would love to see Madison Baumgartner pitching in a playoff game for the Philadelphia Phillies, so let's go.
0: Agreed. It's something that I would like to very much see. Can I have one more thing on that series? Yeah, sure. I freaking... Loathe Jack Ma- Jeff McNeil Oh again and, and You loathe him more than last time It's like They're so classic Jeff McNeil killers. really is
1: Here's the thing about Jeff McNeil He looks, looks like a rat Yes He looks <laughs> like he shouldn't be A baseball player He looks like He looks like he's like A homeless
0: person or something He's he's he's, the, he's their new Daniel Murphy But when Daniel Murphy was Is actually good Rather than when he's bad for Yes the Mets. Yeah. Except Jeff, for the last two mean Jeff
1: seasons. McNeil's been like 400
0: Dude it's crazy yeah. He's batting like 480 It's really like, annoying He's impossible to get out I'm with I'm you. already out and then Nimmo with his freaking sprinting to first base after a walk is a try hard move
1: Hunter Pence that you said that yeah. I it's all I see now I all it. I see is a left-handed Hunter Pence. I do love what you said last week though it is very true like the Mets hate is
0: back oh. just like that Conforto
1: oh that seven six 11 inning game after that I was just like
0: Freaking hate the Mets. Yeah. I hate him. All right. Edwin Diaz is untouchable.
1: How about a team that... Uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> but how about Mickey Calloway just being a horrendous manager? Oh, yeah. And, yeah. That, I mean, that was embarrassing. And then they had to come out after and They're saying, we're saving Diaz. We're not letting him go four outs all year. Ho-ho! Oh, smart baseball! Great!
0: You, you paid all this to get a guy that... Great idea! ...who's 25?
1: Yeah, an under contract for the next four years. They're like, oh, well, he's under contract, so we can't waste him. He's a relief pitcher! What are we talking about here? Yeah. I... Mickey
0: Calloway, disaster.
1: the Mets organization, just a disaster, but talented somehow. They
0: are talented. Yeah. And I, I, uh, They're going to be
1: a thorn in our sides. They're going to be there. They're a good team.
0: Bertie Van Wagenen walk, walked past me twice yesterday. Did you? And, uh, Did he? Yeah. And uh, just striking.
1: I was gonna say he has I a mean, presence about him. Yeah, He's
0: like, yeah I, was, I, mean, I felt I felt out alpha. I by... feel
1: like if your name
0: is Brody Van Wagenen, you yeah. just, I mean alone that can't be his real name, right? Like that's that's too good of a name. It's yeah. like Leonardo DiCaprio.
1: That's like you literally got off the the boat from Martha's Vineyard and said, oh, Brody Van
0: Wagenen here." Yeah. yeah, like so it's it's the Leonardo DiCaprio theory. His name his name can't possibly be that. Like I like it's that. too great of a name.
1: It's too, yeah, you're right. Way too great. Bro, oh, God, I hate that
0: guy. So two, two, two guys I've been out by. Still should
1: by. have hired a Chaim Bloom, as far as yes. I'm concerned.
0: But. Two guys I've been out-alphed by. Jim Salisbury. And Bro, <laughs> it's quite a and list. And Brody Van it's quite Leibnum. a
1: list. I like that. <laughs> All right. Um, looking ahead. Rockies. And out to Colorado. Four-game yes. series in Coors Field. So... Take the overs. Um, take the overs. Uh, pitching matchups, Eflin versus Freeland. Velasquez versus Herman Marquez, who, as you know, as I've talked on this show. I'm, Love him. He's so good. He almost threw a perfect game the other day. He's so good. Wait till you see this guy. He's so good. He's a big dude. Well,
0: we saw him last year when he struck out the first 10 oh, batters. yeah. I forgot
1: about that. Well, wait, 10 or was it like 9? Here's the thing, Jack. Here's the thing. Most Phillies fans weren't paying attention at that point, so well, now I, they'll get I to. See, oh yeah, sadly, I was too. Um, Nola versus Antonio Sensatela. I have no idea if that's the right way to say that or not, but I'm going with it's it. Probably not. And then Ikeoff versus John Gray. General thoughts about the matchups and
0: the series in general. Uh, Freeland's been shockingly bad this year. Yeah, surprising. Um, I, I really. I like-
1: got. I got. I'm. I'm out in front in my Marquez versus Freeland bets that I made prior to the season.
0: I did like Marquez more than Freeland, I but did. I also liked Kyle Freeland yeah, a lot. But so Kyle Freeland's a really good pitcher. Um, also I'm, didn't realize,
1: drafted by the Phillies, did you realize yeah, that? Yeah, no, he I was. I didn't know that.
0: He was. Scott Fransky told me that. So, Freeland, uh, uh, he's a good pitcher. I always expect good pitchers to figure it out against the Phillies. It's just my... Uh, it's, what <laughs> it's what they do. It's what they do. what they do. So, I'm not going to say he's like they're going to rock on because I just... He's going to figure it out against. He'll figure team. it out. So, uh, big Eflin bounce-back start. I want to see how he's using his fastball. Um, I hope he just gets back to four seams up and in. Well,
1: especially in that ballpark, right? I mean, do you think—that uh, That was my thought generally, is is they've been— Phillies have been breaking balling people to death. we are talked about and stuff. You go to Colorado, you have to adjust a little bit,
0: right? Well, because the balls don't balls
1: break. Balls don't break, so throw more fastballs, you would think.
0: He lost it. And then now fastballs are getting crushed more than ever. So, it's so
1: perfect!
0: <laughs> Things are going to go great.
1: And yet somehow the Rockies are 6-12 on this season. Yeah, they're bad. They're, they're a bad baseball team right now. Just shocking.
0: 6-12? and 12 They went to the playoffs last year. Well, it's a good thing that Nolan Arenado only cares about winning. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, buddy! <laughs>
1: Garrett Hampson batting like 180 in the two-hole. It's great.
0: I'm totally not shocked that Scott Kingery 2.0 is <laughs> struggling. <laughs> well, next year is his year. Don't worry. Um, uh, Freeland... He'll probably bounce back. Eflin, uh, we want to see where he's at with this fastball. Velasquez, I, I, for as much as I liked where Vince was against the Marlins.
1: Terrified of him in Colorado. Yeah,
0: I do not expect terrified. him to go deep in, in, Especially going against the Rockies. or Especially going against German Marquez. And then Noli, Nola... It's Herrmann, by the way. Herman Marquez. It's yeah, it is it's it is. Yeah.
1: I which is a great name. Go
0: ahead. Uh, I've watched Sensentella like once. I know nothing about. I've seen him
1: pitch, but I, I've never paid any real attention. He's the worst of the four pitchers the Phillies will face for sure.
0: Well, they haven't announced a Sunday starter yet. It's John Gray. Oh, it's John Gray. Yeah, it's John Gray. <sighs> So I'm in on I'm in on bounce back John Gray. John
1: Gray's I own him in my fantasy. So team. I own him in my easily the one and you like that because Noel's going against him. That's the, the yeah. best pitcher they or worst pitcher they'll
0: pick. We'll see how Noel's ball's moving in uh in, in Colorado. Um so we'll see. All right, Jack. We're gonna get to
1: final thoughts in just a sec. Did you have anything else before final thoughts? No, I don't think so. Okay, good, because I haven't is this weird. Okay. Been a little while. My the the game that's sweeping the nation he's is t- it weird, Jack. And it's a baseball is it weird. It's a Phillies, is it weird? Is it weird that in that 14-3 game, the Phillies just won, that I was maniacally rooting against the Mets scoring any more runs because I care so much about the Phillies' run differential, and it got so screwed up by that Washington game and then that Miami game that I genuinely Really, truly cared that they kept that eleven run league because of run differential.
0: Is that weird? Uh, it's it's I mean, very means nerdy nothing. Of you.
1: I mean, it means nothing.
0: It means nothing. But like when you're talking about power rankings, everyone's That's like, "Well, well they're run about. differential." It's
1: because people always bring it up. They're like, "Well, they're not that good a team. The run differential's only this." That's why I did it.
0: You did it for the national writers, yes. So and that, all the
1: a holes, who always are. Like, oh, look at the run differential because like,
0: they don't really watch the team. And yes,
1: you're... yeah, they run differential's backstage because fifteen to one. All right,
0: it's yeah. one game. Yeah. All right, I like. It. I, and uh, yes. speaking, speaking, not of, weird. Speaking of run differential, the Rays are like forty.
1: <laughs> Rays are the best team in baseball. Yeah. Who saw this coming?
0: It's pretty crazy.
1: It's it's absurd. Kevin Cash for president.
0: Well, uh, everyone for president down there. I mean, they're they're <laughs> the whole front office. A, oh,
1: Jaime Bloom. Could've and hired, getting
0: Yandy Diaz could have hired that guy. They paid they paid five million dollars for Yandy Diaz, and they don't spend money on anyone. I know. So uh, they
1: they they. they Stole Tommy Pham
0: away from the Cardinals.
1: I mean, it's like they, it's, they just make the best moves. It's really, really impressive the way they run their organization.
0: Teams I'd be most afraid of trading with if I'm the Phillies. Rays, number one. Rays, Astros, Indians. Yes,
1: yes, yes, yes.
0: Dodgers. Dodgers, Yankees.
1: Yes. I think that's a very fair list. Yankees would be a distant fifth on that. I know, I know Cashman's that. really good. Uh, yeah, well, you're right. I mean, you look back at some of the moves that they've made. They made some good trades. Dude, dude, they, I mean, the Gleyber, chase the Sh- Gleyber trade is the, one of the great trades in the history chase of baseball. Jason Shreve
0: for Luke Voigt. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, it's true. I mean, and, you know, yeah. Look, Clint, Clint Frazier coming around. They traded Justice Sheffield to get Paxson's, that Andrew Miller trade looking good. Yeah. No, Cashman's good.
0: Cashman's really good. You know who I put 30th? Oh, God. Theo Epstein. Um, what? I knew <laughs> you are going to do it. Did he just give Kyle Hendricks 50 million? And is he Kyle Hendricks, Nick Pavetta 2.0 this year?
1: <laughs> yes, he is. All right.
0: Final thought, Fritzy. All right. I got two, two final thoughts. Where are you at with Kingery Dingery? Oh, good. I'm happy you brought this up. I hate it. <laughs> I think it sounds so
1: dumb. Kingery Dingery? That's the best we got? I like the Kingery in the North. Ooh, I haven't heard that. Yeah. I love that. A thousand times. Kingery Dingery, it sounds like a bad commercial. It sounds like the Dilly Dilly thing, which is fine. I don't have a huge problem with Dilly Dilly. Kingery Dingery, it just sounds goofy. Kingery
0: Dingery Duck. Yeah, it's the a Duck Philosophy. Yeah, yeah.
1: It sounds yeah. goofy. It sounds goofy. Yeah.
0: I used it last night. I tweeted it out. I was like, ah, eh, this feels Not weird. a fan. Yeah. Strong not Kinda a fan. Kind it out on the Kingery Dingery. Okay. And the
1: official high hopes position. Out on Kingery Dinger.
0: And another thing that we have influenced with the Phillies is that Bryce Harper is no longer fist-pumping. He's only bowing.
1: Really? Yeah. Bryce, thank you for listening to the show, first of all. We
0: appreciate it. Now, we come do. on.
1: Now, come on with us. Yes. And thank you for, you know, listening to us. Like, heeding our advice. We're, we're only here
0: to help you, right. Bryce. That's what we want to do. Yeah. we will. N- we, we only care that you're getting on base and scoring runs, and eventually the power will come. You're clearly pressing, and it's okay. It's, it's okay. And my I'm second final thought is that the NFL is scheduling their season around a Phillies playoff run. We
1: know who the most important team in this city is, folks. Thank
0: you very much, Roger Goodell. Um, Thank da- you for <laughs> ba-
1: I mean, that is essentially the NFL bowing to the Phillies. Yes. Right?
0: John Middleton John- turned into Bryce Jack Harper Middleton like again.
1: Harper-like a bow. Yes. Thing. Here we go. Okay. My two final thoughts. Not Phillies-related. They are baseball-related. First one. The last two years. You care to take a guess what Vlad, Vlad Guerrero Jr.'s stat line is? His his slash line in double and triple A?
0: It's the same exact as his dad's when he got called
1: it's up. It's 382, 440, 645. He has an almost 1,100 OPS in the minors over the last two years. He's going to be good. My final, well, the, you final know, thought.
0: His numbers are literally the exact same. Are they exactly the same? Yeah, so it, amazing. they're the exact same as his dad when his dad got called up. Wow. That's crazy. That
1: is crazy. He's going to be awesome. And... My real final thought, my most important final thought. Jack, if I say 6,829 plate appearances, what does that mean? Oh,
0: yes, yes, yes. How about
1: that? Joey Votto, for the first time in 6,829 plate appearances, finally popped out to the
0: first baseman. You know what we call that? What do we call it? Baseball. 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 You can't predict it. That's what I love about it. One last baseball point. Lay it on me. I am all for the Let the Kids Play movement. I am all for oh, yeah. thank you for bringing that back. I'm all for bat flips. I love bat flips.
1: I, I'm I'm a hundred percent for all of this.
0: Tim Anderson deserved to wear one yesterday. I don't care what Why? anyone says. He a bat. He did not flip the bat. He threw it and clapped in the catcher's oh, face.
1: Oh, you know who you know who threw a bat at a dugout recently and we've applauded it. You were in the ballpark for it. Bryce Harper, it's a home run in Washington, and he chucks his bat right at the Nationals,
0: flips it at the Nationals. I would dugout. have had no problem if he wore one. I would have no problem. Okay. it's it. Listen, there's so much talk about the unwritten okay. rules from sure. people who never played the game. I don't care about your opinion about the unwritten rules if you would never played baseball.
1: Yeah, that's fine. I think uh, I'm going to cede my my comment to Joshian. Great baseball mind if you don't follow me, Joshian. Hey, Major League Baseball. If you want to build a marketing campaign around letting the kids play, then you need to start suspending, and I don't mean for five games, the pitchers who get their fifis hurt when the kids do just that. He's right. If you're going to build wrong. your game around letting the kids play, you got to enforce let the kids play.
0: I mean, and a five
1: game suspension for a pitcher is so silly. It's like, oh, you're suspended for your rest? Great. Awesome. You have to push your start back one day. So oh! he wants to suspend
0: people for hitting guys.
1: Well, in these situations where they are retaliating, suspend for retaliating.
0: He threw it a sip. He's fine. Come on. He's perfectly fine.
1: Wait, of course he's fine. That's not the point. The point is, is that you want the kids to have fun. You're gonna do a marketing plan, let them play. They actually have to let them play.
0: And guess what? If you're gonna if you're gonna show up and act like you haven't been there before, you're gonna get plunked. I'm sorry, Jackie. Here, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What do you want me to do? Lie about it? No, I want you to to evolve. I want I want the bat flips.
1: Then you have to be okay with them and not hit guys because they flip a bat.
0: And enough with the whole, like, if pitchers celebrate. with pitchers don't really celebrate. This, they, they do. They, they
1: pump cele- their, their they Yeah, pump in their like the seventh they, or Marcus eighth. Marcus Stroman's got his little K dance. He does. Come on.
0: It's fine. Let the kids play, Jack. Everyone can celebrate. I don't think it's a problem if someone wears one for it. I think it's ridiculous.
1: Jackie tough guy over here. I was
0: pro-punking people. <laughs> <laughs> it all
1: the time. I bet you did. Yeah. All right. Uh, Phillies and Colorado. Go Phillies. Uh, we will be back. What do you think this is better than the wrestling, podcast? guess? Uh, we'll see. But I like Turtle. I like Bill. I like Kevin Keenan. Give him a listen if you like wrestling. Okay. look at that. That was magnanimous there.
0: Split in Colorado. I'll
1: be happy. Okay. I want to
0: win three or four. We'll talk to you guys later.